you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. And today, well, excuse me. Well, you know what? Actually, I don't know when this, ep- this episode will probably be posted tomorrow. Today is the start of NBA free agency. Um, this is being recorded on Sunday night. So, you know, time screwed me up a little bit. Uh, you know, obviously we just had the NBA draft. Cade Cunningham went first overall, just as I predicted. Um, And the man who did all those predictions, all the other ones that obviously weren't as obvious, is here with us again today. Connor DiBiase covering the NBA free agency with us once again. Connor, welcome back, and thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, always, always, always. I mean, you know, when... It's difficult when you know nothing about basketball to do a basketball episode. So that is to say the least. Uh, Now, Connor, there's been a lot of news. And thanks to my ESPN app, I've seen that news. What are, you know, just give me your takes on free agency. I don't even know where to start. Just just tell me about what your takes are on free agency. You know, big things, anything. Go ahead. I mean, in recent news, Chris Paul declined his player option, which opens up. Could be some fun stuff in free agency as maybe the Pelicans or Knicks go after him. I think most expect him still to sign with the Suns. Kawhi Leonard does the same in declining his player option. Um, still expecting maybe the Mavericks and as well the Knicks as they are on every free agent. But I think a good amount of people expect Kawhi to, to sign back with the Clippers, especially after their playoff run um, without him, making it fire with Paul George, I think. He doesn't like the medical staff, but I think you take Kawhi Leonard over whoever's the head of your medical staff. Um, You know, I I think that's a difficult one. You know, I mean, medical staff, I mean, you know, those guys, you know, come up with zero points, zero assists, zero rebounds a game. I mean, those are big sat lines right there, Connor. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there aren't a lot of doctors in the world. There are quite a few NBA players like Kawhi Leonard. So I think that. I don't think that. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard is is quite more important than the medical staff. But continue. Um, another news in Heat news: Goran Dragic's team option was accepted for about 19 million. That's a surprise to many because his value is is not nearly even not 19 million. million. I mean, isn't um, isn't he a and, backup? Isn't he a be- off the bench point guard? Yeah, I mean, he was he he had a really good playoff run in the bubble. Um, but oh, no, no, no. Like he's, he's really good, but I just, you know. But he's older, he's 36 or whatever. Yeah, he's a backup, basically, for most of the season. Well, well that, that's the um, thing, right? Like, you know, 
I don't really understand, you know, first off, with all the max contract, I don't really understand how that works. I don't understand how the Lakers can have AD, LeBron, and Westbrook on the same team. Like, I don't really understand how some of this stuff works in the NBA because it's, it's, it's kind of unique the way they do it. What I will say is, you know, I like Goran Dragic. Like, I think he's a good player. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that on another team, he could potentially be the starting point guard. Like, that is is, – is that the case, like, Connor? Um, it depends on the team, really. Um, but I, I, but I are, don't are there teams many... out there in the league where he could be the starting point guard? Yeah, I mean, a lot of teams. A lot of teams are looking for point guards. It's free agency in particular. Right. That's why players value like Kyle Lowry is shot up. Right. Okay. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, why in the world would the Heat pay that much for a backup point guard? And that's what we're getting to. Right. Like I just, I don't. The I, I saw the company, and I don't understand. I think he's a good player. I just don't think. Why would the Heat make that move? The assumption for many is that the Heat did this to make the money up to do a sign-in trade for a big free agent such as Kyle Lowry. Um, to send him over to Toronto. Maybe Toronto buys him out. Send him with a good piece, a decent young piece, um, and get Kyle Lowry to run. Obviously, the rumors are pairing Kyle Lowry in the Heat organization with his former Toronto Raptors teammate, DeMar DeRozan. Um, unlike the Lakers rumors, where they're both getting the vet minimum, in this rumor, both of them get paid because the Heat do have a good amount of cap space. Um, at least a decent amount to pay DeRozan as well as taking on that contract. Um, and and doing the other rumor for Lowry, uh, obviously the Knicks are in on everyone, but the Sixers trade of Ben Simmons and the Pelicans going after him pretty hard in doing so. They're deciding to give up Lonzo Ball for nothing if they go for, go for Lowry. But yeah, the main reason pick on Gordon Roger could just be bought out by the Raptors who want to rebuild if they want to rebuild um, right. as you're looking at your name free agent. I understand now, I think, a little bit more. I mean, the sign-and-trade is always something that's confused me a little bit in the NBA. Um, but I, I think I at least understand why it, he was signed to that. The, ability, the sign-and-trade is the ability to sign players that you couldn't fit in your cap by sending over players that match that salary to the team oh, that owns the right to that player. Gotcha, gotcha. So basically, they can't take on – they can't sign them straight up. They don't have the bird rights on them. First off, the Raptors do. So they can't go over the cap to that. And what he wants to be paid would not fit their cap hold. So they do a sign and trade. Raptors can pay whatever because they have the bird rights as long as they go over the hard cap. And in doing so, they can trade that away. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, all right, continue. Um, other new trade news, Celtics fans, I assume uh, most of the people listening to this, uh, they trade Moses Brown for Josh Richardson and then Tristan Thompson to the Kings in a three-team deal. Yeah, and that... the Kings sent Ron Wright to the Hawks, and the Hawks sent Chris Dunn and Bruno Fernando to the Celtics. I'm disappointed. I like Tristan Thompson. Like, I didn't think he had a good season. I did. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, he, I, I'd take Al Horford over him for rebounding, for defense, and obviously ability to stretch and play make. Um, Tristan Thompson, I mean, he could have been the third big on this roster, the third stringer, but you don't want to pay a third string center 
who might not even play in some games ten million dollars. Yeah, I mean that you know that obviously makes sense, and you know I think that Al Horford is a very good player. But I I did like the way that Tristan Thompson played played uh played in the paint. I thought I thought he was very capable throughout the season. So disappointing to see him go. Another trade news, the Utah Jazz trade Derek Favors and a first-round pick to the Thunder for heavily, heavily protected second, which is their way of making money to hopefully resign Mike Conley. Um, and then the last trade, as probably most people who watch the NBA know, the Lakers acquire Russell Westbrook for Kyle Kuzma, KPT, Montrez Harrell, and a few picks in there. First um, off, we have to say, Kyle Kuzma... Best player in that trade. We all know this. Kyle Kuzma is the GOAT. I mean, and anyone who disagrees with me can go can go listen to another podcast. Kyle Kuzma is the GOAT, all right? That is number one, all right? Westbrook, not even close. I mean, that guy only had like 50 triple-doubles in like one season, all right? Kyle Kuzma shouldn't, you know, he's worth way more than that, and, and we know that. The, the Washington win, no. Uh, this trade, I mean, first off, I mean, look. Between Max Scherzer and Trey Turner going to L.A. And Russell Westbrook going to L.A. I don't know which trade got me more angry at super teams. Like, the NBA has a lot of history with super teams. I don't know. Definitely the Dodgers trade for me. Yeah, I mean, you know, considering they got two all-stars, you know, one of the greatest pitchers of the decade, one of the greatest pitchers of the season, one of the best shortstops, and now second base. I mean, yes. But explain to me, how in the world can a team like the Lakers have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell? How How is that possible? LeBron James makes 41 mil, which is about 24% of the cap. Anthony Davis makes 36, which is about 20% of the cap. Russell Westbrook makes 44, which is about 26% of the cap. Um, in doing so, they have... 70% of their cap into three players. Wow. Obviously, take an extra five mil for Lou Bang, who's getting paid since 2014 or whatever when he was on the Lakers. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why every Lakers rumor you basically hear is either silent trade um, or this guy's going to take a bet minimum. Right. I mean, so who are those other two players who are going to play in those spots? I mean, you, you look for shooting. Um, you probably can't afford some of the best shooters in this draft, like a, a Duncan Robinson or someone like that. Obviously, um, there are rumors of them maybe trading Schroeder and maybe Talon Horton Tucker to the Kings for Buddy Heald, but it seems the Kings do not want Dennis Schroeder. So there's a, a lot of players that can fit that are rumored to fit in there. One of them is Carmelo Anthony to kind of play a stretch four, and then you can start AD at the five. Um, Rumors of Jeff Green, but I, I, I doubt that. I think he'd more likely sign back so than that. Let me ask you, Puck. Um, yeah. Is it normal for a team to have three players in 70% of their cap? Well, obviously not. Um, how Okay, how much, I, how much do Harden, Irving, and Durant have of the Nets cap? Um, so... About, I'd say yeah. Durant probably makes 20, 21%. He only makes 42, um, which is about the same as uh, it's pretty similar, in all honesty. Right. I think, um, 
heard him makes 44, which is about what... Uh, Westbrook. Wells makes. But probably, uh, I'd say less uh, in terms of percentage-wise of, of what's taken up in the cap, I'd say. But pretty similar in that sense. Uh, as well as they also have Joe Harris taking up another 10%. With right, now let me ask you. Okay. Obviously, you know, my opinions on super teams in the NBA are, you know, I mean, this is not fun to watch. It's fun to watch them play together and them dominate teams, but it's not fun going into the season and, and thinking to yourself, well, I mean, you know, I mean, the Lakers will probably make it to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, you know, they have three, you know, I mean, at least probably the finals. The Nets will probably make it to the finals. Like, like the Bucks will probably like, – like, how is this entertaining? How, like, there, you know, my, my issue is the NBA has five starters, right? Five people start in an NBA, like, like on an NBA team, right? In the NFL, you know, there are 20, 22. Right, starters, offense, and defense. I'm not even yeah. count special teams, right? In hockey, like yeah, you have five starters, but you know everyone plays. You have four lines that rotate and play, right? In in baseball, you have you know nine starters. You have relief pitchers. You have pinch hitters. You have you know whoever. Yeah. You know why is it? Why does why does Adam Silver allow? you know, like this to keep happening? Like, like should, do you believe the NBA should do something about it? Like should change something where a team cannot just have three of the greatest players of this decade on the same team? I don't really think so because if you, yes, they're a super top heavy team, but uh, AD is injury prone. He, you can't play him more than 35 a night, same with LeBron because of his age. And then they, the Mets did a really good job of having a good bench, um, the cap gymnastics they went through last season, and having a really good player in Joe Harris, having really good bench depth, Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, Blake Griffin, all of that. The Lakers, I don't think, are going to have that luxury. Um, yes, they could sign Carmelo Anthony. Yes, they could end up doing a sign-and-trade for someone or other, but... Having super top-heavy teams, I mean, can work, um, but you can also have your super deep teams with a few a few stars, like your 2011 Mavericks, who beat the top three heavy Miami Heat. Right. You know, um, and then even then, looking at this roster construction, I I don't know if I love it very much, um, considering. All three of those players, uh, I, LeBron is above average at this point in his career, but Anthony Davis shot under 30% from three. He had a really bad shooting year, and Russell Westbrook is notorious for shooting his team and shooting himself out of game. Right. Um, no, I mean, yeah, you right. know, you're correct. I don't know how the marriage will work, right, so to speak, between – you know, all these players, but it still is crazy that like something like this can happen. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I, I agree. It's just, I'm, it's just like, I'm not a fan of these super teams. I just think it makes it much less interesting to watch the regular season because like, you know, going into the season, like, you know, I figured the Lakers will win, 
55 plus games. I think the Nats will win 55 plus games. Like, how are there 80, oh, okay, about 80 games in an NBA season? About there? 82. 82. I think they're going to win 55 plus, both of them. Probably more than that, but that's like my low end. Like, I just think it's not entertaining to watch when, when these teams are just, you know, like guaranteed. What about the 73 and 9 Warriors? I mean, no one really expected them to do that good. They weren't considered a super team at right, that but point. That was also but the knowing beginning. they're going in winning every game. That's true. That's true. But that was also the beginning of the Clay, Steph, Iguodala, Draymond Green. Like, that was I mean, the, they already won a championship. That's true. I mean, that, that's true. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, again, I'm not a fan of these super teams, right? And I think, I hope you agree with me on that one. Um, uh, I do. I just. I, again, I do, I do think there are risks involved. I do think, you know, if LeBron, if one of those three players gets injured, I mean, that is a huge blow to the team. Yeah. Because you just don't have cash space to sign if anyone else good off the bench, right? I mean, you need those guys to stay healthy. Um, but I just, I'm not in love with it. But anyways, Connor, uh, you know, big free agent moves that you expect to happen. Like, where do we expect Chris Paul to go? Where do you think he'll go? I, um, sure. Yeah. I think Chris Paul will stay with the Suns. I think Kawhi will stay with the Clippers. Right. Those uh, and Mike Conley, I believe, will stay with the Jazz. Those are the three that I think are the biggest names that are going to stay. I think everything else is kind of up in the air. There's some like Smallland, still top names that I think will stick, like um, a, I think a Norman Powell will probably stick with the Blazers. I think a Tim Hardaway Jr. will stick with the Mavs. I think a. Sean Holmes would stay with the Kings, with Jared Allen, Allen with the Cavaliers. Um, players like that, I believe they're going to stick uh, where they were. But after that, everyone's kind of a, a throw up in, in a way. Um, like even Evan Fournier, who almost everyone thought would be signed for Celtics. Um, he How much is he asking for more, again? He's asking for four year, $80 million. Um, and now, look, okay, I don't smoke crack, and I'm not saying that Evan Fournier does, but I'm a little bit more suspicious, suspicious now that he does after asking for that. I mean, what is he on, Connor? I think, like, like I what think is he on? He's trying to, I think a team will give him that. You think I a think team will four to one a year? Yeah, the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are going to get out. Okay, besides James Dolan and his... You know, in his inebriated state. But I think, I think there's two paths. I think there's two paths to Evan Fournier. He's not worth 80 mil over four years. You could say, maybe I'll give you a, a player option or a, you get 20 mil this year when they can afford them and maybe they'll go down um, a front loaded contract uh, or just a one plus one with a team option, uh, not a player option. Um, in which Celtics can decline because they want to max next year, or he signs a three-year, forty-five or four-year, sixty. I mean, to me, deal. he's worth fifteen million dollars a year. Yeah, I think sixteen max. Fifteen um, max, and even twelve then, and a half. You want ten? I I like like an eighteen front-loaded and have it go down a bit each year because um, you can pay him more this year, um, but you don't want to pay him. Right, you don't want to pay him in, in big contract years for Jalen Brown and 
and Jason Tatum and and and, and Marcus Martin, those guys, right? Yeah. Right. Um. I mean, look, all right, let's talk about the Celtics, obviously a team that, you know, you and I are, are invested in, you know, for just like one reason. Um, what? So, okay. It's been year after year after year of the Celtics, you know, Eastern Conference Finals, second round of the playoffs, Eastern like whatever. We get there, we lose. We get there, we lose. We get there, we lose. We've been through this story, like, so many times in a row at this point. It's get it's it's getting old. I want a championship. I'm done, you know, making these playoff runs. Like I want a team that is going to get us to the championship and that can win it. Right? I think you gotta wait a year. Really. Um I think, think yeah, this roster can get this can this roster can get better. I'm sure a team can make a run, like again, bring up the twenty eleven Mavs, a good team. With but, some but, super but talent, they given, can make a run. But they're not going to be space, But given the cap yeah, space is available, given their cap. this is not this is not the year. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it, yeah. I mean, the, the first idea is to be trying to have Fournier with this current roster, which Josh Richardson having some defense with his shooting. I don't think you have enough shooting throughout the roster. Um, I'm worried about uh, inconsistencies with a lot of the players. Who's I don't think that's championship. Who's going to be ball handling? Uh, in in that scenario, whether we send Evan Fournier, it will probably be either Marcus Smart, Josh Richardson, potentially Chris Dunn. Um, but I'd, I'd assume Smart or Richardson, one would start, one would be over ball handle off the benches. Because Richardson had a great year in Miami, um, being right. a primary ball handler, and then he got thrown in. You're just going to sit there and shoot uh, for the Sixers and the Mavs, and that did not work. So, okay. So, so this year isn't the year for the Celtics. Um, and, and is that just because the free agents available either don't fit or are too expensive? I mean, you you could look at Lonzo Ball as one of the rumors. Um, maybe a double signing trim with Fournier. Um, but I think that I think that rumor's kind of dried up. I think it's either he goes to uh, probably is the current rumor the Bulls uh, in a sign and trade, or because uh, they don't really have the cap to sign or. Um, with, by the way, Chicago having a fun offseason, getting Ball and probably Derrick Rose back. Wow. Um, but but having, yeah, Lonzo Ball is probably out of the equation with him going either to the Bulls, who have kind of agreed with him on a four-year 80 mil, or back to the Pelicans if they strike out on Lowry and they strike out on whoever has to go. That's crazy. Ball back to the Pelicans or ball playing with Rose in Chicago. I mean, golly. I might have to watch some basketball this year, Connor. <laughs> I might have to watch some. I'm serious. That's crazy. But, okay, so your conclusion is that this is not the year for the Celtics. Yeah, I think there's a few moves you can make. You try to get people on expiring deals. Um, but I think you try to you try to get someone who can work well with someone cheaper than getting a max player who can work well with Tatum and can work well with Brown. Um, I know a name that's repeatedly being brought up. This is kind of my favorite target in the free agency is Patty Mills of the Spurs putting on a show for Australia in the Olympics right now, but um, a good defender, a pass for guy who can also hit an open look if needed. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd probably be in a sign trade unless we can get him for the mid-level exception. Right. Um, let me ask you. Another, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. 
So so what 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 do you expect the Celtics to be seated as this year? Going in right now. In in the Eastern Conference, no not not resigning Fournier like with the team right now. I'd say resign Fournier for Resign Fournier, get him for whatever. Yeah. Um with this team right now, you're probably dumping Chris Dunn and maybe a young guy, you're looking at Smart Richardson, Brown, Fournier, Tatum, or I guess you can even run Richardson, Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Rob Will up the bench, um, Fournier off the bench for scoring or starting. You're probably looking at a not a top three seed. You, I think four to six range six. in one of those. Okay. I think the Knicks overplayed. I think Chicago will be better, but I don't know if they're past the Celtics roster. Depends how kind of if and they we'll sign Lonzo, how, how they're kind of mesh. Well. You know, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I just want to get. I want to get a sense. And and okay, let me ask you this. Uh, so you know, this I guess is like a good experimental year for the Celtics. First year with uh, yeah. Brad Stevens in the G- in the front office. First year with you know our new head coach. Um, everything will get a year to kind of work itself out with the kinks out. Hopefully, we perform. You well. want to Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, Stevens is clearly and Adoka is they're trying to find guys to work well with the Jays, right? Um, rather than try to get the best players available to push to win, which the Celtics. I've done with scoring point guards and it has not worked in the past. Right. So I think, you know, you're telling me that the Celtics are going to take a year, really try to figure stuff out, and hopefully in, in the following season really try to make a good push for an NBA championship. Is that correct? I mean, I mean the whole – if you look at all the roster moves, if you look at the Celtics cap table, um, like you're looking at a bunch of guys who expire who expired next year. Um and like even Marcus Smart and Robert Williams, who they probably could get pretty big extensions, you could not bring them back and go sign a, a super better player, um, a Bradley Beal or, or some unrestricted free agent um, mm-hmm. next year, uh, a James Harden, a Kevin Durant, a Steph Curry. Um, even if you want a Kawhi Leonard, if, if you really want to get wild, bring Steph into the, into the into the yeah. into a different bay, into a different bay, the back bay. Hey, even someone as good as like Joe Ingles out there. I, you I know? know you know, Connor. I'm gonna have to ask you to stop because you are getting me way too excited right now. I'm, I can't think about Steph in, in a Celtics uniform. That is too much. All right, let's just take a step back. Um, any free agency moves that. People are talking about that you think are going to happen. Anything big that – any hot takes you have? Let me put it that way. I think um, – I don't think the Heat hit on many free agents. Um, I think it's Lowry to the Pelican, Lonzo to the Bulls, DeRozan to the Mavericks is what I want to say. But um, Tyler he can yeah, box. He can box, Connor. Did you see him throw those punches? He looked like me in the ring, throwing those punches, throwing those jabs. I mean, I mean, he might be able to fight off a mugger, one single mug, mugger, one, just one, maybe, maybe. He looked bad. Like he, I mean, that was embarrassing. Yeah. How would you? How would you post that? I mean, but I it, think I want. 
Hero. Hero. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hero is. Yeah, kind of a hero. But um, I think I want one guy that. I mean, rumors are his mouth is super dry, and he could be taking a vet minimum from the Lakers at some point. It's Victor Oladipo, who everyone's looking over. I do think he'll resign with the Heat once they. Victor Oladipo is criminally underrated, I think. Yeah, I mean, he was an all-NBA first-team defender, the all-star-level player. Obviously, injuries have hurt him. But that's a, that's a, real, that's a good ball handler, good defender, I think. The Celtics could look at it if his match is so dry that you can get him for the mid-level exception. Um, and other Celtics, I guess, is Larry Nance Jr. Uh, trade at the Cavs could fit as that stretch four. Um, Patty Mills, as I said, uh, and you could go like a Jeff Green as well, coming back to the All Celtics right. or Kelly Olynyk as a stretch four. Kelly Olynyk, bring him back, baby. Oh man, he's got good hair. I like his hair. He's got. He's got. <laughs> You know, our centers in Boston always play better once they leave. Daniel Tice, Kelly Olynyk. I mean, Daniel Tice did not play better once you are. All right, but like, but like, Danny Tice, you hate Danny Olenek Tice. Is I love Danny Tice. Like, all right, let's... I I like Tice. I did. He was frustrating. That's true. I will agree. All right, thank you, Connor, for joining us here today. Everybody, you know, I hope Connor. Again, you know, I think he's very, very good at this. He's very, very talented. He knows a lot more than I do. So thank you to Connor uh, for coming on here today and sharing all the information with everybody because I certainly could not do it by myself. That would be, I mean, that would be embarrassing. I, you know, I would come back years later and be like, nah, you knew nothing. You didn't know what you were talking about. So I'm gonna, you know, we know that we are, we're gonna be completely honest. But thank you to Connor for for sharing everything, for giving us all of his takes, and uh, you know, we'll have him back soon, and you know, we'll see if if what he predicts comes out well. Thank you everyone for listening. Again, free agency starts. I mean, we're not gonna see a bigger move than Westbrook, I don't think. But you know, you never know. Thank you everyone for listening, and you'll hear me in the next one. Peace out. The game on the line, one shot. Would you rather have taking it iggy or curry of everyone on golden state open shot fate of the universe on the line or the martians have the death beam pointed at earth you better hit it i want iguadala